PCT Senior Editor Jackie Mitchell, welcome to today's PCT podcast. PCT's March issue focused on the emergence of women leaders in the pest control industry. We spoke with several women leaders to learn about opportunities for women in the pest control industry and also to discuss some of the hurdles they still must overcome. For our podcast today, we're speaking with Trish Caples, Georgia Region Manager for Orkin. Trish will share her journey to Oregon and discuss how she has come to embrace the pest control industry during the eight years she's been with Oregon. Thanks for joining me today, Trish. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, so can you, can you get started by telling me a little bit how you uh, joined the pest control industry? Absolutely. So, um, so I originally was, I went to school obviously for nursing and I was in the healthcare industry and I wind up segueing and going into insurance. And so I ran an insurance company prior to working for Orkin um, for, for a good bit of years. Um, and I had a daughter who had congenital heart defects. And even though I was an insurance broker, I could not provide guaranteed health insurance and life insurance to her. And so my husband was actually currently working at Orkin and he was super excited about the team he worked with and the opportunities that he'd already seen um, by working with us. And he said, you know what, Trish, he's like, you, what you can do is you can build a business from the ground up. He said, and they really need you uh, commercially at our branch. And so I was like, well, and at first, like I laughed at him. I was like, yeah, I, I'm so scared of bugs. Like, I don't want to do that. And, um, and, and then I was like, you're just my husband. So you just think I'm awesome. Like you're required to. And he's like, no, you can do this. Like they don't understand how to fundamentally build a business from the ground up commercially. And so I was like, okay, fair enough. So I wound up interviewing in like three hours into the interview. So it was epic interview. Um, they were just like, like, we want you. And so, and then I started working for working. So, um, and for me, it was crazy. I knew sales. I knew the process. I knew that I was terrified of bugs still and sitting in the chair thinking like, do I got to kill stuff? Cause I'm just going to run. Um, and, and the branch manager was like, no, 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 you find it. We have a whole team that'll go behind you and they'll kill it for you. And I was like, okay, fair, I'll do this. And, and so I did. And um, my biggest part was, you know, do they have insurance? Do they have guaranteed? And I do, I have guaranteed life insurance, health insurance for my daughter. And six months actually after I was with Orkin, when she went out of town for her heart surgery, Orkin flew us there. And also, um, obviously I, I utilized the health insurance too. And, in, and they knew it, they knew it going in and they were fine with it. So that's, that's a huge uh, leap of faith in my ability. And, um, and of course, you know, I appreciate it to this day. So you talked about this a little bit, like you were worried about killing bugs, but what were your expectations going into the industry and did they change at all once you got there? Yeah. So when I, um, that's a really good question. So I, I got there, I, by the way, to this day, I am still terrified of wasps and I'm terrified of snakes, um, both because they take a little bit longer. Like I'm like, is that a stinging one? Is that venomous um, to really identify? And so that fear is not going away. It's still real. And anyone I'm working with, I typically say, like I use, I, I pull what I call a girl card and I say, look, if anything jumps out at me, I'm gonna scream and run. So do not stand behind me. And they're like, okay, fair. That's fair, I understand that. So um, for me though, over time, I guess me being comfortable and being in the same space as insects or rodents, 
um, it grew over time. And having technicians that were with me in the field side by side or managing that side by side really helped to reinforce that like this is okay, this is a safe place. If these guys have been doing it for a long time and they're okay, like I'm okay. So with time, um, I just I grew confidence in being in that environment. And then I started to look at it differently. You know, like it wasn't just insects or rodents or whatever, it was solutions and it was science. And, and so, so much so that I actually, uh, I bought a lab coat because I wanted to look like a scientist. And so, well, Orkin bought me a lab coat and I even got my, my name was on it and everything. And so anytime, like it was even a confidence builder when I'd go out there and I'm like, I got this, like I could put my lab coat on and there was no one stopping me at that point. Cause I was going to, I was going to have all the answers and ask all the right questions. So yeah, that was so I guess it's two part. No, I'm still terrified of insects and uh, and, and snakes. Um, um, I'd probably still run like a girl, but um, however, I'm more confident in my ability to assess, you know, needs and um, and solutions. So, can you talk a little bit more about your role as region manager and what that involves? Absolutely. So. The region manager is pretty much everything operational. So. Um, I have 12 branches within my region and, and I've come from having multiple states and multiple branches across just 11, 12 states. And so now being part of the Georgia region, I've kind of been able to isolate and focus my efforts. And so it's kind of been really cool um, and it's all operational. So it's sales service, because uh, it takes two components to have this business run. Um, and, and I provide assistance to my operators. So a difference of when you're working at a branch, you're providing support to um, your branch and your employees at your branch, I'm leading leaders. And how cool is that, right? Like, it's so awesome because you get to kind of find out just like at, at a granular level, you get to find out where they're at in their development, but also not just business knowledge, but leadership knowledge too. Cool. So as a leader, how do you work to build relationships and confidence within your team? It's kind of funny. Um, they always say what got you there will keep you there but I don't agree with that, right? And the reason why I don't agree with that is that I've seen it. You know, what got me here keeps me here actually and helps us to thrive. Um, what I like to do is in order to, for them to build confidence, I get in the field with them. I show them things at the granular level. So I have to have a complete understanding of their operation of their business um, to help them. And so it's all facets. If I'm going to work with somebody who is struggling with how to kill bugs, I'm gonna get in the field and watch them kill bugs. You know, that way I can kind of identify what they're good at, what they're not good at, where the opportunities are. I call them opportunities because um, I don't want to beat up on someone because I appreciate the opportunity for me going out there with them. Um, but I do the same thing in leadership. You know, when I'm watching someone do a sales meeting and lead their sales team and I hear things and I go, ooh, probably should have used that word, you know, and and I like the approach of the show Shadow, Shadow Delegate. So um, I show them how to do it, you know, and then I watch them do it. Um, and then kind of guide them from there, whatever. And then I'm like, okay, now it's your baby. You get to rock it, you know, so. What do you think is the greatest challenge that you've faced as a woman in this industry? There's not a lot of us and that's a shame, right? So um, it's a lot more of proving what you can do and who you are, you know? So there's a little of that, right? So um, also passion. And, and I guess that goes a couple fold. I'm, I'm not 
stereotypical pest control applicators or leaders are typically um, of different genders, of different ages, and I don't fit the profile in any kind of way, right? So I break the molds, and people who've worked with me in the past will say that's definitely what she does. She breaks the mold um, because I want to, I want to decorate it, I want to put bows on it, and I want to, I want to do it differently, you know. And so, because just because we always did it that way, doesn't mean that's the way we got to continue to do it. And so. Um, and I get excited about it. And I am, I don't, you don't have to be sad because you're in leadership or sound grumpy. Like you can have enthusiasm and love what you do and that's okay, you know? Um, so for me being a female in the industry, it can come off as emotional versus passion. And so um, you have to kind of check yourself every now and then and read your audience. And it's like, if the audience is well receiving it, then you're like, okay, got it. They're, they're, which I really love the advancement with technology now, of course, having like teams, I can see my team. You know, when we're doing conference calls, it's not like sitting there, you know, on the phone for hours and you can't see anyone's face or their gestures. So it's a pretty powerful tool that we utilize. But, um, but I do, I, I read my audience and if my audience is not engaged anymore, or they're not, or they're just like, gee, deer in the headlights, what is she talking about? Then I just try to bring them back <laughs> and, and say, okay, at some point I probably lost you. Let's go on and bring back because I get passionate and then I talk fast. So um, I just don't want it to come off as emotional because there's a whole lot of operational knowledge that's in my brain, you know, and I just want to share it with everyone. So. So going along with that, what has been the greatest reward of being in this industry? It's still the little wins of that operator, that employee that, you know, my team or whatever, who calls and says, oh my gosh, let me tell you what happened. And then it's exciting. You know, the higher up in the hierarchy that you go, the wins, you, you don't see them as much. And I, 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 I guess I could clarify that and say, if you threw a pebble into water, you skipped a pebble, right? You would watch the ripple effect. And the higher that you go up an organization, you lose that clarity of how much your, your, your rock actually impacted the operations. And so, you know, if I'm at a granular level, you know, I say, this is the way we do things and it happens and you see it or you don't see it, but you, you can, you can monitor that at a region level you know, you, you can see it and you're like, this is the way we're going, but you're turning a, a lot of people at one time that they then take that message and, and their understanding and disseminate it across, you know, their, their reports. So when you're doing that, you know, things can get lost in translation. So it's just, it's, it's kind of neat still to be able to see it, but also to be able to check the understanding and say, okay, yeah, we're here. We're doing a good thing. This is going in the right direction. Everyone understands it. Um, and, and keep going from there, I guess. You know, mm -hmm. so you mentioned, you know, there's not a lot of women in the industry still since you've been in the industry. Have you seen women advance? I have, which has been really, 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 really cool. Um, I think honestly, I was for, for a lot of the people that I worked with and I covered, I worked with two different divisions now. Um, and primarily I was in the South Central division. So I got the chance to work a lot directly. I was helping with recruiting, which I feel like if you want to be part of the change, then you are the change, right? And so I did that by helping in recruiting and we were recruiting other females into our industry. So they were starting at the sales-based level and, um, or the service-based level. But I stayed in contact with them, even if it was by calling or touching base with them. And it was kind of cool, even people who were struggling before, because they were struggling not because of the company, but to find their fit. I've watched them aspire to higher heights, you know, not just not just a better person in the role they were in, but to higher levels within organization. And now when I look to the left and right, I see other females and it is kind of neat to see that, you know. Definitely. Um, how do you think companies can attract more women to this industry? 
I think the biggest thing is, is come and find us. You know, you don't exactly dress up for, you know, as the working woman or even the commercials, primarily the working man. Um, you don't really like even pest control. You don't see a whole lot of female exterminators, you know, like, like pest control. Let's just be real. It's not sexy. It's not unless you're married to an operator, then you, maybe you think it's sexy, but you know, it's just not. So, you know, it come and find us. I think that'd be the biggest thing is, you know, a lot of times as a female and even as a strong female, because I consider myself one, um, I, I mean, I may not even know what else is out there, but I will entertain business, right? And I'll entertain business opportunities, but I would have never considered pest control. And most of us in this industry would have never considered it. Um, but if you come and find us and you give us the right offer, it's a business transaction at that point, right? Um, now, I would have never known, knowing now, it's hindsight, right? But how impactful, this, this change would have been, um, but it has been, it's been an amazing journey. So I guess just come and find us, come and find us, let us know what you have to offer. Don't rule us out just because we haven't ruled ourselves in. Okay. Um, and why do you think it's important to have more women in the industry? What do women bring to the table that might be a little different than their male counterparts? That's a really good question too. And I've got to kind of see that. You can see that in teams that are primarily um, one, one gender, one race, one ethnicity, all that jazz, right? Um, and what I have found is that there is a nurturing that comes with a female that is not inherently in most of our males. They have it, but it's like, <clears throat> you're raised as a male to be strong, to be dominant, to be the provider, you know? And I say that in that bravado that voice because that, that's what it is, you know? Every, even Disney character, right? Disney character is strong male roles and female, you know, support roles. And so it's, it's harder for men to show that vulnerability and that empathy that females can offer. And so what, what I believe that females bring to the industry is just a different look at the business where, you know, it's a, it's a more nurturing, it's a more captivating, and it, it is for us solutions driven. So you have to truly be genuine with, with what you offer, you know, to individuals, especially when you're sitting at their kitchen table you know, connecting with that customer is important and then are hearing their concerns. Typically people don't call us when they're loving life. You know, they're calling us when they're like, oh my gosh, there's termites all over my house. Like, what am I going to do? And you're like, calm down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. And so I, not that our male counterparts can't do that. I just think that we just bring a different feel to it. Yeah. And maybe even encourage the male counterparts, you know, to embrace that side of themselves. Absolutely. Say like, Hey, it's okay to have feelings. It's mm -hmm. okay. to want to be an awesome dad. It's okay. You know, like it's okay to contribute in, to life. You know, like it's, it's just being human. Yeah. How do you think companies can encourage the development of more women employees and leaders? I think by, by starting that narrative first, that it's available. And so just because you don't like, I can tell you there are positions I've done in the organization that were not pre-filled or pre-determined, pre-named, pre right? It was just like, we have this need, Trish would be great for this need. And I'm like, okay, I go to the need, you know? And so I guess just getting away from the, it's gotta be, you've gotta be a, a technician or a salesperson or this or this, looking at the company different and saying, hey, we have this need and we think you'd be really great for this need. And then talking to that person, it starts with a conversation, right? And then, and then it, it, it I guess it just kind of transforms when you invest in that person, you know, let's talk about where you can, but that's like meeting anybody, anybody, right? Where are they at and where can we grow them to, or where do they aspire to? A lot of people don't even make those jumps or those leaps because of the lack of confidence, you know, not even ability. Sometimes they don't even realize how awesome they are until you work with them or until you identify that for them. 
So I think that's the biggest thing is just, you know, see the great people that work around you and then lean in and figure out what drives them and help them, you know, get to that next level. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that's all my questions today. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? I guess like if, if, um, that's a really good question. I think like the, my, I guess what I would want the biggest takeaways to be would be that, you know, this is an awesome industry. I have had the time of my life and I would have never considered it before. And most of us wouldn't have, um, it's, it's definitely an industry that when you get into, you find a mentor and you hold on to that mentor because they're going to help and guide you through. And when you're having those moments where you're like, this is not for me, or I don't know, or you're on the fence, right? They can pull you back from the ledge and say, I'm here for you. I've been there too. And they can guide you. Um, it, any, everything's scary until you do it, you know? So I guess my biggest thing would be just bet on yourself and don't be afraid. Um, and then employers don't be afraid of us because we can make you a lot of money and help a lot of people. <laughs> that's it. Awesome. I think that's wonderful advice. Uh, well, thanks again so much for joining me today, Trish, and sharing your experiences with us uh, working in pest control. And thank you also to our listeners for joining us. Uh, you can learn more about the role of women in pest control in our March issue, which is also found on our website at pctonline.com.